2: To talk about perfection you want to talk about an all-time great segment baron corbin backstage <laughs> met the godfather <laughs> and then farouk walked out of the apa door and then later on in the show he said damn mm, Alundra Blaze was there with the Women's Championship that she dropped in a bin, on a different program! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get over it already! Mm. I mean, that's what you wanted to talk about, right?
3: I did have maybe something else in mind that was on this show. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. It was the thing that that opened, not the thing that opened. (laughs) The thing that was after the opening. You mean that bit that
2: goes, <laughs> tong, tong, tong. then, now, Whoa! you mean that bit?
3: No, I meant the bit after that. Hogan. No, the bit after that. The
2: video package.
3: No, 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 the bit after that.
2: Uh, which was, which came after that. Uh, LA Night. No, before that. The bit before that. Oh, there's, yes, JBL and Baron Corbin walking and seeing The Godfather. Of course, I'm only kidding. It was the tribal court for Sammy Zayn, and the Bloodline. A segment that was not supposed to happen. No. This was supposed to be a totally different segment. However, there's part of me that thinks it would have ended up with almost the same outcome.
4: Mm-hmm. But let's
2: get into it. I'm Luco DAD. D-A-D. I'm joined by Chopper Pete Quinnell. Welcome to the rest of the podcast. Please press the thumbs up button you your first time here. Press uh, the subscribe button. Tomorrow is our 70k celebration day. We are doing a 10-hour Royal Rumble randomizer stream, which I am very, very excited about. We are super thrilled about that. Um, Also in the show, we're going to have an update about our Royal Rumble party this weekend. A few Mm -hmm. people have already had emails about that. More details on that in just a little bit. But first, to business. This, This segment... So yeah, so the the news was this was supposed to be the acknowledgement of Roman Reigns. Mm. On last week's show they said every generation of the bloodline is going to be on this show to acknowledge Roman Reigns. So we all said, ah it's The Rock. The Rock's going to be there or there'll be teasers of The Rock, this, that and the other. It'll lead towards Roman Rock at WrestleMania. Mm. However it has since come out that The Rock's probably not going to be at WrestleMania because he didn't realize he needs to get ready for it with his 14 months of notice. Yeah, it's hard to believe, isn't it? I
3: I think there's still a chance we could be seeing The Rock. This could just be a red herring. But, you know, fair play to them, I suppose. They've done no mention of the fact that Rock will be at the show. And now he's saying, no, I'm not going to be there. So people still think The Rock is there and then get disappointed when he's not. Probably on you.
2: Kind of the same way, you know, how uh, Edge kept telling us he wasn't going to be in the Royal Rumble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um but yeah, like, so that was the original plan for mm. this segment. Yeah. However, the news came out last week that Affa and Seeker were unable to travel mm-hmm. and Rikishi fell ill, so he was unable to attend as well. Yeah. So on Friday on SmackDown, they instead announced it's going to be a different segment. It's yes. going to be The Tribal Court, a trial of Sami Zayn, basically, led by Paul Heyman as to whether or not we need to kick Zayn out of the Island of Relevancy. Yes. And good crikey, this segment, this segment went so long, a match had to be cancelled. And boy, howdy, do I have a problem with that. But we'll get onto that in a little bit. Mm -hmm. Just focus on the good for now the blood i've written here the bloodline actually opened the show because hogan came out and flubbed all of his lines had tech issues then left it was a pointless bit of nostalgia sure was um but the bloodline came out and this crowd was so hot (sighs) so hot for all of the lads in the ring so hot for like the acknowledge me so hot for sammy just sitting there Mm -hmm. it was philadelphia so they got ecw chance which led to Paul Heyman's first great line of this segment, Extreme Championship Wrestling is dead, and I wish the same for Sami Zayn.
3: Oh! You can't do
2: that to me, Paul! You can't! Calls him Judas, says that he is in cahoots with Kevin Owens. Mm -hmm. From day number one, Mm -hmm. these two have been in a conspiracy together Mm -hmm. against you. And I've got all the evidence. I've got exhibits A, B, C, D. I've got E, F, G, and H. I've got all the way through LMNOP. But all I'm going to use four bits of video to prove it to you. And I will say
3: this for Heyman. He did not pick the four best bits of video to show. I, I think that was sort of the point. Yeah. In that it's kind of like it's, it's very, very small things that Paul Heyman and I, in my interpretation by extension, Run the Reigns, are hyper fixating on very small things to be like, see, see, he's going to turn on you. When they're being paranoid. That's not actually the case. And like one of the clips was uh, Drew McIntyre beating up the Usos and Sammy ran away. That's because he's a coward. Not because he wanted to turn on the bloodline. Because he ran away because at the time... He was a coward and yeah. didn't want to stand up for the Usos. Because the Usos weren't standing up for him either at the time. There was a time when he got so hyped up that he accidentally shoulder barged Roman Reigns and he was like, see? He tried to assassinate him.
2: Yeah, that is that was really good. Very funny. Yeah, he was like, that was a... I mean, even if we don't uh, kick him out of the group, no. that is assault. Yeah, and, and, that's and, assault. Know, and he is if guilty of nothing. He is guilty of assault. Mm-hmm. Because on the... I said the Christmas Eve episode of Smackdown. It was wrong. It was the 23rd. 23rd, It's because I reviewed it on Christmas Eve. Yes. It's where I made my mistake. But um, yeah, in that, Roman's there front and center. And Sammy walks to the front so he can like cut this promo on Mm -hmm. Owens and John Cena. But just accidentally bumps into him. It's brilliant because I've now watched the segment twice. We did a reaction video for it on the podcast Mm. channel. Go and watch that, by the way. Me, Adam, and Sullivan, Bo Brown, who hadn't seen the segment yet. Mm. So it was fresh eyes for them. I got to rewatch that segment and there was a bit when <laughs> when, when Sammy bumps into uh, Roman, in mm-hmm. the background, Paul Heyman and Paul Heyman's like, <gasps> mm-hmm. I cannot believe he did that. Yeah. It's a really like background bit of detail. But yeah. Paul was already like that's something for me to remember when I'm trying to, you know, orchestrate what's going to happen later to the, on to the mental log. His big actual smoking gun was uh Sammy's refusal to hit Owens with the chair, or his conflicted emotions mm-hmm. of hitting Owens with the chair. Yeah, because his other one was at War Games. Sammy celebrated and at one point did for life because mm-hmm. he's part of LiW. <laughs> he's part of LiW exactly. Yeah, <laughs> and Hamer's like, "What is it? The NWO? What are we, the Dangerous Alliance yeah. now? Like, is it the end, like are we the Four Horsemen? What is it? It's a secret." gesture to kevin owens to mm. say that we're montreal boys for life yeah it was really really quite brilliant and then he looks in, paul Heyman of all people called sammy saying a rat bastard <laughs>
3: <laughs> and is guilty as charged oh i love it i love it so much and okay i'm just gonna say i'll, I'll come up come up right on front street is that phrase yep yeah yeah Talking put this out on front street Put this out on front street it's my favourite wrestling segment of all time. I don't care. This wow. was th- this is this is just my favorite thing. This is everything I want from wrestling. This ticks every single box that I'd want to possibly tick. Everybody involved played their role absolutely perfectly. Heyman's accusation, because he starts off and he's shaking in his voice when he says, Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Paul Heyman. His voice is shaking because he's still like uncertain about what he's doing. And my interpretation of Paul Heyman's current character is one, he's terrified of Roman Reigns. That's, oh, yeah. that's pretty that's pretty explicit that we know that. He doesn't know who to side with. He judges which way the wind is blowing, and then he strikes. And he's like, I think Roman Reigns is going to find Sami Zayn guilty. So I'm going to go all in on Sami Zayn being guilty. And he just goes for him and says, I want him dead. I want him out of the bloodline. I want him out of this. He's the- Here's all the evidence to say why he's a rat bastard. He's guilty as charged. Really like hammering home. But then everything turns around. Because Roman Reigns, well, Sami Zayn gets a chance to retort. And he's kind of firing back at Paul Heyman. He's like, I can't believe you say these things. It's, it hurts. It hurts me to hear this stuff. Because he's being genuine. He wants to be part of the bloodline. He's been looking out for the bloodline for ages. And I can't believe you're having me here to have to defend myself. My defense is I have no defense. And puts he, the mic down.
2: He said, I had a defense planned. Yeah. I had this whole big speech plans. But hearing what you're saying, it hurts. Yeah. And I didn't really think what it would feel like to be Actually, in this moment, mm-hmm. and what it feels like I, I my it basically was saying my feelings are hurt. Yeah. And I cannot believe you think this. Do you think I'm trying to take over? Like I'm trying to infiltrate the bloodline and off my <laughs> Paul Heyman's going, Yes! Yes, I do. <laughs> I think you're really absolutely good. right. And I think there's also an argument to be made for for Heyman's character that. He is scared of Zayn becoming popular mm. and overtaking his tribal chief. Yeah, so he's just trying to kill it now mm-hmm. before this becomes Kofi mania, before yes. this becomes a yes move, before mm. we get Sammy mania. Yeah. Let's just kill this now, and then we can we could just focus on our tribal chief and the yeah. way, and we're you know and ha- that because that is the
3: that is the island I've attached myself mm-hmm. to. I, 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 The thing I loved in this segment as well was Sammy saying that he didn't have a defense, put his microphone down. Roman's look of just what? sheer like, I'm sorry, what did you just say? Do you not care anymore? Him picking up the microphone and firing up and being like, I can't believe... It is literally like someone saying, okay, fine. We'll break up. That's fine. And someone saying, what, you don't want to fight for this? This doesn't mean anything to you? It is such like a toxic mindset. It is so... Almost swore. It's it's such a bad mindset to have in like a relationship to be like, well, why aren't you arguing with me? I want to argue about this. Why aren't you arguing? When it's like, that's not the point. You shouldn't be arguing about it. You should be able to talk things out and, and communicate properly. And this is Roman just gaslighting Sammy and just being like, well, why aren't you fighting for this? We're trying to fight for this. I've given you opportunity after opportunity after opportunity and th- you're not even winning. Your ego is too big. that You can't even fight for- to stay in the bloodline. Fine. I've had enough of this. Solo. It just calls for Solo immediately. It's, the
2: crowd reaction to that moment. because oh. That was when everyone's like, oh, this is it. Uh-oh. We're about yeah. to see Sammy get kicked out of the bloodline because you're yeah. right. Like Roman, it we swung on a dime. Yep. And he worked himself up more and more and more to the mm-hmm. point where he just screamed his henchman's name mm-hmm. to take out Sami Zayn. Yeah. Solo Sokoa, by the way, I love him so, so much in all of this. I mean, I'm not every single person's performance in this segment, I think you could probably argue with the exception of Jimmy because he was given nothing to do. But I think that makes him a very interesting character mm. in all of this because yes. he is the silent partner mm-hmm. in all of this. Yeah everyone's performance was so great. Heyman was awesome. Mm-hmm. Roman just, Roman listening to every single word the wise man was mm-hmm. saying and being like,
3: really, is mm. this what
2: you were planning? Is this what you were doing all along? Yep. Sammy Zane. And Sammy's reaction to being like, I've got no defense. And that takes Roman over and he's just like, what are you talking about? Scream solo. Solo expression does not change. He just does exactly what his boss has told him to do. The hitman of this group. Mm-hmm. This assassin that just loves killing people. The enforcer. Yeah, he's the enforcer. He walks over to Sami Zayn, he gets the thumb ready, and he screams to do it. Mm-hmm. And he throws his thumb across when Jay Uso stops him.
3: There's, oh. a, lot of,
2: there's a lot of beautiful stuff in here. A, it's Jay.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: B... It's the exact same thing that Sami Zayn did in war games the exact to same stop thing. the referee. He grabbed the arm to stop the referee from counting three. And Jay here stopped the arm from giving the Samoan
3: spike. Onions. Lears. Exactly. And it's, it's Jey Uso saving Sami Zayn, acting against the orders of Roman Reigns. Jey Uso putting his neck out on the line for Sami Zayn. Roman's reaction to we, it. Which is something that Sami Zayn has done for Jey Uso in the past when he was trying to gain favor. And anytime they were arguing, and Roman would always side with Sami Zayn and be like, Jay, why why are you doing this? Stop being a waste of my time, kind of thing. And Sami Zayn would be like, come on, man. Like, Jay's done nothing wrong. He always put his neck out for Jay. And this time, Jay puts his neck out for Sami. I lost my mind when jayoso grabbed solo's arm i could not believe it i'm really sad because we you
2: recorded your reactions mm. to this you, mm. uh, you came into the office to watch the show uh, and you set your phone up just to record yourself watching this segment we did have a clip bit prepped but i've been busy with the other all the mm. other stuff that i haven't had the chance to load it into the back end so yeah. we can't watch here but it is available on patreon
3: it is on patreon and it would have gone live literally now I believe, or maybe like one minute ago over on Patreon, there's like a 15 minute video of me just watching The Trial of Sami Zayn because I always say, I've had so many times on like previous SmackDown reviews and things, I'd be like oh man, I really wished i recorded my live reactions for this segment because you guys would have seen like how much I was going crazy, like, I filmed myself watching The Trial of Sami Zayn and I lost my mind when Uso saved him here
2: It's Jay- so great The thing is,
3: Jay saved him and I was like, what a wonderful moment, that's incredible to see Uso save him, and then he picks up a microphone and he says to Roman Reigns, hey man I've made my own footage. And I was like, oh my God, it's- Jey Uso's got his defense. He, he, he represents him. And he's like that,
2: but he says, look, tribal chief, no disrespect. Mm-hmm. But I got my own footage mm-hmm. that I want to show here. Yeah. J- like Jey Uso representing Sami Zayn. It's so perfect. In the tribal court <sighs> is a beautiful twist that I did not foresee. Mm-hmm. And he shows video clips. Brilliantly, five clips. Yeah, so it's one more than one Heyman more. had, mm. and even more, they are irrefutable points. Yeah, it's not like Paul Heyman being like, What does that sign mean? Mm. or like, Hey, he tried to assault Roman Reigns by like bumping into him. No, this is irrefutable proof that Sami Zayn has always had the bloodline's interest to first, mm-hmm. so it is. Uh, what was the the first one of so this? The
3: first one was him distracting Matt Riddle in the tag match. So he played Roman Reigns' music uh, during the tag match with the Usos and RK Bro, which distracted uh, Matt Riddle, uh, which meant that the Usos managed to get the victory in that one.
2: And I think actually Adam pointed out in the live reactions, I don't know if this is the, live reaction, the reaction video that we did. And I, I think this is great. That's when they won the Raw tag titles. Yes. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, that yeah. is when they became the undisputed tag team champion. Sami Zayn played Roman's music to distract. They did it on yes. they did it on SmackDown because they didn't do it at Backlash. They did yeah. the Six Man instead. I think that's right. I think it might like have been a rematch
3: that. or something, but it was around that time. It was
2: around that yeah. time. So yeah, Sami Zayn was instrumental in that moment. Mm-hmm. The second one, and these are two around the Drew feud at Clash of the Castle, was Sammy taking the bullet for Roman when Drew did the Claymore. Yeah. And then when Drew came
3: down to attack solo Sokoa, Sammy's aim pushed solo away and took the chair shot instead. Which is it directly in response to sammy running away when drew mcintyre beat up the usos backstage just the clip that Heyman played it is literally sammy putting himself in harm's way for the bloodline which is the opposite of what Heyman's clip showed him
2: everyone's saying in the chat it was not at that moment so it was okay. it was a rematch instead yeah. um and then the other one was him stopping seamus from getting mm-hmm. in the ring yep. when uh brawling brutes were going after the tag titles yep and fifth and importantly finally Sammy turning on Kevin Owens inside of war games, stopping the referee's count, giving him the low blow and the halloufa kick and getting Jay the win. That mm-hmm. moment, I think for Jay, that is it. Like, that's the moment. That's when that, he hugged him. That's when he hugged him. That's when he Jay realized that sammy is on Mm -hmm. and it's the perfect moment because it was also when roman started to doubt him you can go back to november you can go back to that survivor series Mm -hmm. show and there's backstage segments of roman reigns unsure of what we're going to do with sammy zayn and while they were you know celebrating with him at the end there's still that unsure paranoia within roman reigns that he's wrong but jay in that moment accepted him the same way that Roman had accepted him just a couple of months earlier so the roles have now switched mm-hmm. and Jay cuts this promo where he says I despised you mm-hmm. like to Sami Zayn's like I despised you I didn't want anything to do with you but you saw the good in me and do you know what that's what family does mm-hmm. I love this man like a brother oh! kept calling him Oos bearing in mind there's two brothers in the ring <laughs> It works <laughs> absolutely. And we then start getting Sami Uso chance. He said, if everyone here, if you think that Sami Zayn should be along the bloodline, throw your ones in the air, every single person in that arena did it. And Roman is. I, I don't quite know what to make of Roman in the segment here. Because he like just four minutes earlier, mm-hmm. he was ready for Solo Sokoa to absolutely murderize. But I think <laughs> I I think I've got an idea of what his plan is mm.
3: so I initially when Jay cut this very impassioned defense for Sami Zayn and Roman Reigns stood up and said I find you not guilty right that was what he he decreed of, of Sami Zayn and initially I was like hmm does that make Roman reigns just like easily manipulated does it make him look weak or anything like that and then he said for now and I'm like now nah, Roman's got a plan yep Roman knows what he's doing and I, I like the fact that he, li- he literally openly said, "Jerus has bought you more time. Sure. Thank him. He's bought you more time. But see out tonight. Stay true to the bloodline. See out tonight. And then I don't want to see you again until Saturday. Until the Royal Rumble. Means don't come to SmackDown. I
2: don't want to hear you've
3: even come to the building. I don't want to even hear you've come to the building. I want you to go home. And the next time I want to see you is at the Royal Rumble, where you'll deliver your final test. So here's my big
2: theory. Hit me with it. This is my, not, I'm, I don't know if this is my big, bold prediction. Mm. It's not for Sammy. The test is for Paul. Ooh.
3: Because
2: Roman said, I don't want to see you until Saturday. Mm-hmm. At the end of the tag match, he turns to Heyman and says, make sure I don't see him mm-hmm. until Saturday. Yeah. Heyman's the one who's leading the charge against Sammy.
3: Mm.
2: I, here's, my, here's my thing. Friday, SmackDown, Heyman calls Sammy and says, Roman's changed his mind. You need to come to oh. the building. Oh no. And Roman then finds Sammy and he's like, I told you not to come here. I, this, that, and the other. X, Y, and Z, bye blah, blah, blah. blah, blah. Yeah. You, get to, you get to Royal Rumble. Roman's realized, because I wonder if it's in this segment, Roman realized that Paul was trying to play
3: him. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's the plan that he's got. The, genuinely, as soon as he said, not guilty for Sammy Zayn, I was like, what does this mean for Heyman? Heyman's the one who's like, I don't want to do anything to do with him anymore. What's the relationship between Sammy and Heyman like now? Yeah. They're still supposed to be together in the bloodline. I don't know. Here's my thing. Here's, <laughs> here's a whole other layer okay. that we've not spoken about just yet. Uh-huh. Sammy's ain't not offering a defense. Do you think he wants to get out of the bloodline? Do you think this is him just being like, you know what? If, if this is how you're going to turn on me for absolutely no reason, i don't want to be here anymore
2: i th- there's i think that's certainly one read of it i don't think i fully i don't think i disagree with you at all because i think that is a very valid read of the situation the other one is that i've got no defense was his like showing his passion and mm. showing his like you hurt my feelings yeah was actually his defense yeah he didn't want to show video footage because mm-hmm. ev- you know anyone could do that but actually like speaking from the heart and being like you uh, this hurts my feelings because i've mm-hmm. never intended this yeah maybe that is it was his defense not having his defense was his defense yeah and so there's there's that, certainly that argument as well but also maybe there is something that zane is but i, ca- I can't i can't foresee a world where zane's done with this group because i still feels like he thinks he's part of this family
3: well maybe it's not necessarily like an overt like oh i'm done with you go away kind of thing but maybe there's a part of him that's just accepted that just like maybe i'm not supposed to be part of this yeah maybe i'm not kevin's right all maybe Ko is right like maybe i don't want this and he's like i won't offer a defense i'll let you do your judgment but i'm gonna be fine either way because if i stay in the bloodline great but if i'm kicked out of the bloodline maybe i'll be okay too kind of thing maybe it's just like a part of him that just wants out of this toxic relationship that he's in with the bloodline right now i
2: i love this so much this was so so great this was phenomenal acting from everybody involved sammy Zayn, essentially crying mm. when jay played the footage i think it, it means so much more because it was like to sammy from it means jay. so much more that jay was the one that jumped his defense exactly. jay was the one who loaded up premiere pro last night and mm. and put yeah. together these this video footage right um and so like sammy's like it cuts back and sammy's like he's got a bit of a quivering lip about him mm-hmm. it's watery in the eyes yeah. because this means everything to him. And the fact that it's Jade that's come to his defense means even more. And the fact that he was literally about to be killed by Solo Sokoa, it means he, like, there's an extra level to how yeah. much this means to him.
3: Sammy wasn't even resisting. When Solo nope. held him and he held the phone, Sammy was like, this is it, this is my this, fate. This is your judgment. That's fine. I'll, I, I'll, I, I'll carry out my I sentence. I can't
2: argue against you because you are my tribal chief. Yeah, There's so many layers, layers. to uh, to this segment. And it only got better.
3: Just right at the end of that segment, well, after everything's done and they start walking off, Sammy goes and hugs Jey Uso. Jey Uso, everybody by the way, is wearing a lei in this segment, apart from Sami Zayn. Jey Uso gives Sammy his Lei and then hugs him. I'm like, Stop playing with my heart, you, you fools! That's ah, it
2: just so, so it's go- great. It's
3: gonna hurt so much when they turn on him.
2: Well yeah okay maybe we'll we'll get into those predictions shortly then yeah. but, you know what does this all mean because yeah. what we got next was the <laughs> Usos versus Judgment Day for the raw tag titles yeah and, we, but, I want I want I, I feel like we have to include this all in the in do. the same in the same thing Absolutely. right before we yeah. get into the play by play
3: yeah C- the thing is instantly like judgment day were making their entrance, because they went to an ad break they came back Ju- uh, judgment day were making their entrance and it cut back and I saw the Usos were standing there with Sami Zayn and I was like oh my god it's not over what's Sami gonna do in this match how is this gonna impact the Royal Rumble what influence is Sami gonna have on this match turns out quite a lot
2: yeah I don't think anyone doing their predictions about this match last week predicted that this was going to be the outcome of it no exactly I, I i said on last week's show that I, I wonder if the raw the only being for the raw tag titles was a red herring a mm. literal red herring because they're mm. red belts huh. that you know that it's to make you think that they're going to switch the belts and i actually really think it added to the drama of this mm. match which i think would have had the added drama even if it was for both belts yes. because of what happened yes because what happened this match they had a, a, a fine little match it was it was pretty good uh, and it was Crucially, Damien Priest doing all the work for Judgment Day Mm -hmm. while Dom was just being Dom. Finn Balor gets ejected because he was blatantly cheating in front of the referee.
3: I'd also like to point out that they had the absolute masterstroke of putting this on right after the trial of Sami Zayn, where the Usos effectively turned face because they sided with Sami Zayn, meaning they're the faces in this match in Judgment Day of the Heels, when it originally was going to be a heel versus heel match. Yeah, you're Master absolutely
2: stroke. right. I didn't Master think about that, but
3: that's, that's a, such a good point. That's a great point. Because they were masterful. They booking. were in the babyface corner. Yeah, they're so, the babyface in this match. They just sided with Sami Zayn. And
2: Jimmy gets hurt. Tweaks his knee. The referee throws up the X man. And the medics come down to help him. They pick up and they start walking to the back. And the rep Adam Pierce comes down. The mm-hmm. referee tells him, Jimmy cannot go. Mm-hmm. And Adam Pierce says, Are you telling me that mm-hmm. Jimmy Uso is hurt and he cannot wrestle in this match? Well, I'm afraid you can't finish this match. You're gonna have to forfeit the match and forfeit the tag belts. And the crowd are like, no, no,
3: I can't do
2: that. And Sammy grabs the mic, and I, I mentioned this in the reactions video we did because I really noticed that. Certainly on the second watch, mm-hmm. he says, "Wait, wait, wait, Jimmy can't go." And there's this ripple through the crowd <laughs> as one by one people picked up yep. what Sammy was putting down. Everyone, yeah. went, but Sammy's there, <laughs> <laughs> and this is even beautiful. Like, again, you kind of go back the week by week by week. They did this in the Judgment Day thing
3: again. Masterful booking.
2: <laughs> they they'd set this precedent up in the Tank uh, turmoil. Yep, thing with Judgment Day because Balor got hurt mm-hmm. before the last match, so Dom had to fill in for him. At the time, we were just like, oh, what a brilliant thing!" Because Dom's in the final match. Priest is now, and Priest had to do the whole like, "Yeah, no, yeah. it's good that it's Dom. It's, sure, it's, Dom. I'm, I'm glad that it's Dom. Yeah." pays off here Mm -hmm. because Sammy steps in for Jimmy Uso. Sammy and Jay as a tag team defending the tag belts. And
3: Sammy Zayn saying Jimmy Uso can't go, but Sammy Uso's good to go. He calls himself Sammy Uso! It's Oh, it's so perfect!
2: So, so great. And immediately Sammy gets rolled up and Dom, yeah. get, and oh, Dom, Dom gets his god. feet up on the ropes. Sammy kicks out. I was like, oh my no. god, that was oh, all my heart like leapt, leapt up into my throat. Immediately after that, Damien Priest grabs him and hits South of Heaven. Dom comes up, I was like, oh, no, 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 like this! And Sammy kicks out again. Oh. The, the, and the this near, went,
3: after Sammy gets involved in this match, the level of near falls in this match was ramped unbelievable.
2: Up, it ramped up to such a ludicrous degree. And I don't I think loved it.
3: I've bought into this many near falls in a long time.
2: Bingo!
4: Oh!
3: Bingo! God. Wins. Absolutely. Like, I.
2: Because I, I went into this match thinking. There's, a, you know, there's every chance they might take the belts off them because they are looking to split. Mm. You know, they, they there's been reports they want to split up the tag belts in the same way they want to yep. split the world titles. Maybe this was done as a way to get them off. Apart from that niggling thing in the back of my mind that I mentioned last week, is like, what if it's just a red herring? It's mm-hmm. just to make you think that it is because it's all the more impactful. Either way, it totally worked because I bore into all of these near falls. Yep. When Dom hit the six one nine and the frog splash on Jay Uso and Sam and Sammy makes the save. Every single nearfall was either Sammy kicking out or Sammy breaking it up. Sammy Zayn won this match
3: for his team. Yep, he's also the one that got the pinfall. Yeah, he hit the one D with Jay Uso. Teamwork. Ah, it. This was. This is. This is perfect. You. You don't get any better than this.
2: This. <sighs> and that was when backstage, because Roman and Heyman are watching this backstage mm-hmm. with Solo Soko, just standing there. Stoically, yeah, and he reiterates to Haman, "I don't want to see him,
3: yeah. I don't want to see
2: him until Saturday." And Haman's like, "Yes, my tribal chief." That was that was the moment when I was like, "I wonder if it's a test for Haman, not Mm. a test for Sammy." I don't know. I mean, but Roman did say very specifically, "You will face your final
3: test." He said, "You'll deliver your final test." Yeah,
2: yeah, absolutely. So maybe that was the wording. So maybe there is that, and like it is, okay, it's meant to make us think it's all about Sammy, but it is actually about Paul
3: earlier when uh it was me and adam were walking to uh, go get some lunch earlier and we it was just after you had recorded your um, reaction video <clears throat> with them and we were just talking about the segment and what we think this means future stories and lines and all that stuff and we were saying what if sammy's um sammy's thing is to enter the rumble and ensure that another member of the bloodline wins that is his challenge. That is his test. Make sure that another member of the Bloodline wins the Rumble because then they can forfeit their shot against Roman. And that ensures that Roman can hold on to the titles. Great. What if it comes down to Sami Zayn and a couple of other people in like the final four? Let's say it's Jey Uso. Something happens out of Sami's control. Jey Uso gets eliminated. So Sami's like, well, if someone in the Bloodline's got to win, <laughs> I guess it has to be me, right? Sami Zayn then wins it for himself to be like, well, we got to keep it in the Bloodline. It's better that I win than... You know, Cody Rhodes or someone like that. It's better that it stays in the bloodline. But then that makes Roman lose it. He's like, that wasn't your task. You were not supposed to win the Rumble. You're supposed to make sure that someone else wins the Rumble. He goes nuts and kicks Sammy at the bloodline, and Sammy's like, all right, then I'll actually take the title shot then. So here's my thing.
2: I think Cody's winning the Rumble every chance but i also think that is just because wwe are telling me that cody is going to win the rumble That i think cody is going to win the rumble every chance because cody has got full-on triple h 2002 vibes coming back early pectoral injury Mm -hmm. he and he's going to win the royal rumble as a Mm babyface and go on to wrestlemania to win the titles or go for the titles also Elimination chambers in Montreal. If Sammy wins the Rumble, what are you you going to forego that Montreal title shot that you could possibly do? What might be the hottest crowd, like a hotter crowd than you'll have at Mania? I think you can maybe
3: do, you can do other things with Sammy though. You don't have to have the title match in Montreal. Yeah, right? that can be the show where Sammy gets kicked out of the Bloodline. You it can, know? absolutely, it like, could you be. You can do other things with that Montreal crowd.
2: And I said this on the reaction video that we did earlier. <sighs> You've got a real problem here with Sammy in the Rumble now. Mm-hmm. Because if Sammy's not winning or if Sammy's not in it, mm-hmm. there's every chance Cody gets Batisted. Yeah, absolutely. And this is 2014 all, or 2015 all over again. Yep. 2014? 2015, because 2014 2015. was when he wasn't in it. That was the Ray one.
3: And that's then, right and yes. then 2015 was 2015, when he was in, got eliminated. and they eliminated early. him very quickly <laughs> Yeah. and then
2: brought out Gold Dust to be like it's okay everyone never mind that here comes Gold Dust. His
3: shattered dreams
2: yeah literally so and you don't want that for Cody no on his big return no exactly and I
3: think Triple H is smart enough to know that you think so You'd right you think so right they're telling this story for a reason you surely you think they they know what they're doing Triple H understands the crowd much better than Vince ever would. You know he's got to be thinking something. So either it's going to be Sammy wins the Rumble or it's going to be there is going to be a very overt Sammy is not here. Sammy is not in the Rumble. Sammy is injured. Sammy is whatever. There is a thing to make sure that we all know Sammy is not there. There has to be something like that to make us not think that there's a chance that Sammy could win. Because if there's even a a small chance that we think Sammy could win the Rumble it's Cody winning boot
2: it was 2014 I just thought about that because it was WrestleMania 30 yeah yeah
3: 2014 was, it was 2014 was... yeah sorry I thought it was that, was, that was when Brian wasn't in it you're right yes that was when he wasn't yeah. in it and 2015 yeah, yeah, yeah. when he got and them in I them was right. yes, right. you know, you were
2: I was right yes I was right you were right um yeah because then Roman won it yes Roman in the 2015 yeah, yeah, won yeah, yeah, I was yeah. right yeah. yeah um and The Rock came out and then The Rock was like uh? Uh, um so I don't know I don't know what you do now. I don't know what you o- do. Other than having Sami and Sammy winning.
3: You have to have Sammy win. I almost
2: feel like this is the other time to just go with the crowd. You and have to. It's. I'm so, so excited for the Royal Rumble. And it is amazing because all of the Royal Rumble build has not been done by WWE for the Royal Rumble. Because realistically, they've done one bit of build for the Men's Royal Rumble and that is Cody is in it. That is the only bit of build they've done for the Men's Royal Rumble.
3: I believe you'll find they did one qualifying match one time.
2: That's about it. I, I, but but I talk about actual stars yep, being yep, in the rumble. Yep, yep, it yep, is yep. it is Cody and Cody alone.
3: And there are fifteen people have now been announced for the rumble match, the yeah. men's rumble match itself.
2: All of the excitement about, for me at the very least, the excitement I've got for the rumble is actually all around the outcome of Rome. I mean, Roman's beating Owens. i I think that is you would assume you would and going by this episode as well bloody hell owens did not feel like he was part of this storyline whatsoever he stunned the miz like at the end of the show and he cut a very quick promo where he's like i will win
3: what if owens wins and you have sammy win the rumble
2: oh what and then the main mania is sammy versus owens with sammy still in the bloodline sammy winning it back for the bloodline you can still do roman versus rock I mean, actually yeah, you can do that way because then it's they haven't got the belts on the line but are they having I mean well, and here's the other thing as well back in the day this really used to mean something it certainly doesn't anymore Owens gave his word mm-hmm.
3: they what, used, uh, no he gave his word that he will try his best he will try his best and he will get those titles back he will try his best to get the titles back to, for a champion he didn't say I give you my word I will win he said I give you my word I, I will give everything <laughs> I can to make sure I win those titles i felt that it's it, was, very, it's it was very specific yeah. wording
2: well what i said was true from a certain point of view you <laughs> ob1 blue ghost lying visa i if back in the day if you said as a baby face i guarantee i give you my word it mm-hmm. means you were winning yes so i don't know i'm very very excited to see the rumble though i'm really really super stoked <sighs>
3: This was incredible. This was it. This was perfect.
2: Yeah, it was absolutely. I, I said this in my edited review. This was a perfect segment. Yeah, it was. And, I, and, it, and it really was. Every single thing about the segment was absolutely perfect, and there wasn't anything that came close to this on the show in terms of quality. Every, mm. Like this eclipsed everything on this show oh, by easily. leaps and bounds.
3: Absolutely. Because
2: after this, this show basically fell off a cliff. <laughs>
3: was fun and everything like it was good there was some superficially fun things but that's it it that's was it. all
2: superficially fun things yes yeah. and the rest of like but nothing was really like as engaging as this first hour of the bloodline
3: yeah th- th- this was, this was perfect
2: yeah um we have got i'll be honest with you I- i'm going to tell you this how this episode's going along we're 40 minutes into the show we haven't even got to the ultra chats yet i
3: can and- genuinely talk about this segment for another hour
2: and there are pages upon pages of ultra chats uh excuse me about this segment which we'll get into um i'll just i'll tell you what because we're talking about the royal rumble Mm. and our excitement for the royal rumble uh we'll do this bit now and then we'll get into your ultra chats um unfortunately we have had to cancel this saturday's royal rumble party that we were doing at the joiner on worship due to unforeseen circumstances Uh, a lot of things outside of our control meant that we've had to cancel the event we are (sighs) beyond gutted that we had to do this like you know a few day you know handful of days before the event but believe me i i promise you i did everything i could yesterday to make this go ahead and make this still happen and fortunately everything worked against me but he and i were going to do a stream yesterday about the um uh, the release of you know the info for 2k 23 and i i, I can do it because i was like i'm trying to do this Mm -hmm. and then i was just in a bad mood because it was not going the way that i wanted it to go so we're very sorry we have refunded everyone's money that has bought tickets if you have bought a ticket and you want to talk about your travel or accommodation support at wrestletalk.com uh i'm there's going to be an email sent out there would have been an email sent out beforehand Mm. but i wanted to refund i wanted to refund the money and then send the email problem was that once i refunded the money there wasn't an option there's no orders mm-hmm. so i can't send an email to the orders yeah. so i've got an email ready and prepped that i'll be sending out to everyone who did order their tickets um email me back uh, support at rust because we are offering up a uh, 20 pound um gift voucher for mm-hmm. wrestleshop.com and we can have a chat about anything else uh, we are truly so so sorry that this had to happen i am really really upset about it and we'll do everything we can to try and do it as a, a make do to everyone that did buy tickets for the events
3: yeah uh, we still will be doing a live reaction stream as we normally would for another event on the rest of podcast channel um which i believe will be you and tempest. me and tempest because it's me versus tempest for the gem that championship yeah uh, and we still have plans to do future watch parties um so don't worry about that there's don't worry about that be, yeah they're still gonna be good ones we future. have got
2: we've got plans in place um that should make sure that we don't get into the same situation that we got into uh, again yeah we come clearer down the line um the there's plan is to do both Knights of mania mm-hmm. uh, and money in the bank which will be in the uk as well so those yeah. are currently lined up for us this is not like the end of wrestle talk live watch long Pies because we we loved clash of the castle last year so mm. much we were so excited to do the rumble this year but things went against us and I, we could not control them, and yeah, really sorry.
1: So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from thirty dollars a month to just fifteen dollars a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/slash-switch.
0: Forty-five dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited, more than forty gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. A lot can happen in the next three years, like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com.
2: Anyway, let's get into your Ultra chats about this. The Sammy Zayn on trial, aka the best segment on Raw in a long time, as our moderator has called it here. Yes. Matt Hennessy kicks us off with a bunch of ultra chats here that says, Man, after tonight, Sammy should 100 percent win the Rumble and dethrone Roman. Mm -hmm. Jay saving him is such a good story, Beat. He was the one uh who always doubted and hated Sammy, but despite that, Zayn stood up for him. He earned Jay's respect at war games. That's literally it. Yeah. I think what's interesting, and I noticed in the last few weeks, is Jimmy Solo and Paul are willing to turn on Sammy with no hesitation, but Jay. Isn't while the rest of the bloodline may be using Zane? Jay has genuine affection for Sammy. Yep, Jay also stood up to Roman. Remember, Reigns broke Jay's finger, a uh, fighting spirit, three years ago, and Sammy helped Jay find it. Jay even said Sammy was always uh, saw the good in him. I think when Sammy does leave the bloodline, I could see Jay siding with Sammy. Roman's paranoia and insecurities are going to lead to his downfall and the downfall of the bloodline. Sammy knows he's on borrowed time, and I love that he accepted his fate. I think once Sammy leaves Jay. I think once Sammy leaves, Jay leaves out of loyalty to Sammy. Jimmy will then leave out of loyalty. I think Sammy has to win the Rumble and dethrone Roman. If Cody wins, he'll do the. It'll be Batista to Sammy or Daniel Bryan, and it will be his face run dead. It's Sammy's year. Sammy beating Roman will be like uh, Bryan winning at WrestleMania 30 or Mankind beating Rock uh, for the WWE title in 1999.
3: I disagree. I don't think it will be like Bryan winning at WrestleMania 30. I think it'll be better. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's a bold, bold claim, right? I there.
3: genuinely. I I I can't see a a way of them getting out of this without Sammy winning the rumble.
2: I mean, there's a point Matt made there, which we didn't really get touched upon because of bloody hell, there were so much other things to touch upon there. But like, he's absolutely right. Jimmy and Solo just do what Roman says. Yeah, they are just going with like and like that is so in line with Jimmy because jay was the one that was fighting against when the tribal chief character first started it was jay that was fighting against roman jimmy very quickly bent the knee and just acknowledged him and accepted his role within the bloodline Mm -hmm. but jay has always been the one to be like what why do you have to be head of the table why can't i be the head of the table
3: yeah and i don't know if it's gonna be an immediate thing like oh sammy's left so now i'm gonna leave but it'll be like a sammy leaves the bloodline and jay's just like oh man for like weeks afterwards he's just like I don't know if I can do this anymore. Uh Like, I don't think I can be here. Maybe he tries to get Jimmy on side with him to be like, come on, man. Don't you remember? Like, we, we're our own team. Like we need to get out of this kind of thing. Like I could see that whole story being played out afterwards and Sammy being the catalyst for the Usos wanting to leave the bloodline.
2: Uh, Kevin here with a uh, bunch of chats says last week, I said, maybe Cody would be the Iron Man, but what if the final test is Sammy winning the rumble from the number one position Whoa. Then Sammy is eliminated because of Paul Heyman. So Cody can win hmm. Roman orders the Usos to destroy Sammy and they reluctantly do it. I think it's better to have Sammy be on top at Montreal. And so I'd have him cost one of Roman's titles to someone else, for example, Rollins or McIntyre and then he challenges Roman at WrestleMania how would the Usos react to all of this segments like this remind me that wrestling is way more than just matches and athletic performances and it's more than comedy and soap opera it's the perfect blend of sports and storytelling and I love it
3: I love it too I don't know how to feel about those ideas I'll be honest I think my my
2: instant reaction to that is and this is like it, it's I mean this with no disrespect and say the way that Jay said it to, to Roman Roman saying you've got to win the Rumble from the number one position feels like a wrestling stipulation. Mm. This storyline feels like it's so much bigger than wrestling stips, if that makes sense. It feels so much bigger than just being a wrestling thing, right? But like him saying, you've got to win the Rumble from the number one position sounds Mm. like a heel authority figure Mm -hmm. trying to to put the baby face at a disadvantage. Yes.
3: And also, we haven't even spoken about the fact that it might have nothing to do with the men's Rumble. It might be your final challenge is to make sure that Kevin Owens doesn't win you know kill kevin owens go and sammy's like "Ooh, i don't know if i can do that has
2: kevin up in the corner hit the halluva kick Mm. kick him you know yeah something along those lines and sammy has to have that conflicted moment of can i do this again yeah uh, after what just happened mm. on like five days before on yeah, Raw, exactly, Slid said they may be booking themselves into a corner if they stick with Zayn Owen's tag titles at Mania and Cody wins. I think the crowd will turn on Cody. What if Zayn faces Roman solo? Tries to help Roman win and Jay stops him, costing Roman <sighs> the belts. Interesting idea. What if Roman's final test for Sammy is he wants him to win the Rumble, but in the Rumble, Sammy tries to save Jay and ends up getting eliminated, which causes the Bloodline to split Roman Solo and Heyman against Sammy and the Usos. That is a six man tag. I don't want to
3: see. Oh no, I don't <laughs> think that should be a six man tag. <laughs> I know. Tag. Yeah, I know. I think it that's been just two like, separate camps. We've
2: done a lot of like Paul Heyman as manager and tag partner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in the past. I don't want to do. So yeah, because um, that was the reported original plan for this was mm-hmm. that it was. Owens at Rumble, Zayn at Chamber, <laughs> mm-hmm. Owens and Zayn going against the Usos for the tag titles. But after all of this stuff with Zayn and Jay,
3: I... Oh man. I, I yeah, I don't know. I don't know anymore. The thing is, if they still do that, the heartbreak of the seeing Zayn go there. against Jay after all of this. Oh!
2: Charles Berg, for me, what makes this a great story is one, that the characters have human qualities, redeeming traits and fatal flaws. Two, actions beget reactions. Characters grow and change from the choices they and other characters make. Three, goals. Whatever can- motivates a character. The Bloodline story hits three things perfectly sammy who desperately wants to feel he belongs to something jay uso who wants what's best for the people he cares about paul Heyman, who only wants to protect himself solo who acts as a royal guard whose goal is to protect the king because the elders ordered and roman whose goal is control a hunger for power and when all of these conflicting goals and motivations collide it creates really emotionally charged scenes this is top tier stuff jam that jam charles my boy well said well said Dodsey155 says what a segment the bloodline had chef's kiss best of luck with the mm, uh, I was at the clash of the castle one I was the guy in the kilt ah due nice. to uh, work commitments I'm unable to make this one have fun well we'll certainly have fun on the, the live stream we hear, do, do here on the rest of podcast Will Campbell hey guys uh, everything from the start of the trial segment to the end of the tag match was everything I wanted in the storyline and the fact that we got the payoff where Jay finally defended
3: Sammy just made it hit that much greater just very small point I just want to make as well I love the fact that we've been picking up on all these subtle bits of the story going through, and obviously the more overt story beats as well, like war games and things like that. But all the more subtle bits of, oh, Sammy's the one that helped him win this match, or oh, Sammy ran away from that thing, and all of that is paying off. It pays off for a fan to get invested and pick up on these subtle details. Absolutely. Uh, can I uh, hot tag across? Certainly. Power Packers 90 He's been a member for 17 months in a row i'm sorry i'm sorry but seriously don't get all the love for the bloodline in the same three year time frame time frame they put less people over than the nwo it's really boring i don't know about that because like this has made
2: jay uso feel like a main event character this has done way more than and and, well yeah i mean uh, even sammy and like all this work is done for solo sokoa Mm -hmm. like i think it's made paul Heyman feel more relevant than he has in years yeah I think this is this is a ship that's rising like up and up and up, and I think this has done way more. This one three year storyline has done more for Jay Uso than all of the tag title runs that he had when they, like him and Jimmy were just tag champions, diddly diddly dee whatever times they were did diddly dick for them. This
3: storyline has made them feel like the biggest players in the game. I'll also say that there was like a. a- time period in the middle there where things just kind of dragged yes and it was did. a bit boring uh-huh. and it was just the same and nothing was happening and i do agree with you that at a certain point roman was just kind of beating everyone and people got elevated to face roman and then just drop back down the card but since Triple H just taken over that's been completely flipped on its head the yeah. start and then the end of this story has been phenomenal yeah there's nothing like it
2: uh, me you and tempest did a podcast about that where we did mm. talk about there was an extensive you know almost a year period of time when this storyline was not working no And it was when they dropped all of the emotional bits of the story and was just like, Roman is beat. Like, Roman wins, lol. And that's what they turned it into. But they have gone back to what made the Bloodline interesting in the first place, which is this emotional story.
3: Yeah and all the the uh interwoven character mm. motivations and the interactions between said characters. Uh Taylor Pencer said uh, if Sammy wins the Rumble, uh, what if he demands his title matches move to Elimination Chamber instead of Mania so that he can wrestle in front of his hometown. This also avoids WWE undermining a second Roman match at Mania if they want to focus on Rock Roman there.
2: I get what you're saying, but I also feel that Triple H is a man of tradition mm-hmm. and he will yeah, you know, I say that but he just he did do the money in the bank thing, I guess. Uh, for like yeah for me if you win the rumble you get the main event of wrestlemania like that's that's the stip of the matches that yeah. you get the main event of wrestlemania and like the whole point is that the main event of wrestlemania is the biggest accolade yeah so yeah but i mean it doesn't mean that you're out of the you know out of, of
3: possibility mm. uh caleb formerly known as mr higginspeed's been a member for 16 months in a row uh, this segment had the had me on the edge of my seat. Don't forget to acknowledge your tribal Pete and uh, that you and that you are in fact Luke. I did I did gossip that and I was correct. Ah yes, gossip. I remember. Mm-hmm. Um, Ooh Kingslayer uh, says, "Hey guys, first time ultra chat. Excuse me. I just needed to express that the Bloodline storyline is the best thing going in wrestling. It's pure cinema. The only thing that would make it perfect is if Sammy wins the rumble and beats Roman at WrestleMania. Rock who? <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Um." Uh, Jimmy G's been a member for 16 months in a row Uh, The tribal court was fabulous Not as good as the Godfather meeting Corbin (laughs) Uh, Good catching your stream, Pete Keep it up, thank you I streamed at the weekend Oh, did you? Oh, cool Twitch.tv slash Pete Quinnell Amazing What did you play? I uh, started learning how to speedrun Bowser's Fury Really now? Yeah Awesome Oh, that's so cool It was fun Yeah? It was very fun Cool Yeah
4: Congratulations That's what
3: I did on my lunch break today I watched the first episode of Avatar: The Last Airbender so I could make notes, and then after that, I just started practicing four speed run abouts of Fury on my Switch. That's cool, man, because I can. Uh, BM White House seventy six said, "What makes the Tribal Council even better is that Paul Heyman, the only member of the Bloodline to betray Roman when Paul realigned with Brock Lesnar, was leading the case that Sammy was betraying Roman." I wonder if we're supposed to forget that bit. <laughs> I get the feeling that we're probably not. But <laughs> it's fine. Uh, ben Walker said, Hi lads, first time watching a weekly WWE since 2014. Nothing new, but the bloodline was bloody phenomenal. Greatly underwhelmed by Brock's return. Was it just me or did anyone else get super worried that the Teddy Longspot was going to be <laughs> missed? <laughs> yes, 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 I did.
2: Absolutely, Ben. I was like, uh-oh. uh-oh. Oh dear. Especially when it was like, this booking thing is hard. If only there was one man we could turn I was like, oh no. <gasps> if we're going to hit, no chance. And then Teddy came and I was like, of course it is, it's a six-man tag. Of course, long- course yeah, it yeah. is. That's, good. That's a good
3: spot. Uh, Pepsi Boy 3000 said, Rumble spot pitch. Jay saves Sammy from elimination. As Sammy is thanking Jay, he sees Drew flying in for a claymore. Sammy ducks and Drew eliminates Jay. No matter how many bullets Sammy takes, it's the one bullet he dodges that they use to shoot him down. It's not bad. That's a good way to put it. I like it, it yeah. Jonathan Edwards has been a member for 17 months in a row. Uh, this was so great. What if when they go to kick Sammy out, both Jimmy and Jay refuse to do it and they turn against their family? Oh man, how exciting. I
2: can't see Jimmy doing it.
3: It's so difficult, yeah, isn't it?
2: I can't see him doing it. Particularly now as well that
3: Sammy stole his thunder. Mm. Uh. I don't know. Slid said, uh, what if Sammy wins the Rumble and Roma forces him to go against Solo or one of the Usos at the Chamber for the title shot of Mania and try to make him lay down for them, but that's when Sammy finally fights for himself and wins in Montreal. Uh, I don't, I'm don't. i not a huge fan of Rumble wins being put on the line, just in general. Like if someone wins the Rumble and then you go, well, you have to defend your title shot at the next pay for you. It's like, well, they but they won the Rumble. They yeah. don't need to do that. You know? Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't hate. It's not my favorite thing.
2: No, but I, I, don't, I don't hate it. Yeah. Uh, who's this from? I'm uh, from Slit. It from says Slit from, from a fake name hailing I'm from the Iron Rose. Irrelevancy.
3: Sure. Uh, I know Kevin Owens is an important part of the story, but it will feel like such a cop-out if Sammy's mania plans are winning the tag titles with him rather than winning a world title from Roman. Th- that is my worry. That yeah. It will feel like a demotion, or it won't feel like the big payoff that we want from this, because they've told the story too well. Yeah. That's what they've done. kind of in a way. Yeah. Uh, Jonathan Cantrez says uh, hearing about the Sammy winning the Royal Rumble theory is interesting but what if Sammy's in the final four and is about to win and Roman screws Sammy over in winning it thereby bringing the ultimate heel heat on Roman that can work but Sammy still has to beat Roman you still have to do that that's the payoff to the story if you don't do that it's going to feel like the rug's been pulled out from under you." I agree Uh, Jonathan Cantrez again said uh, I like hearing the Royal Rumble theories what if Sammy's in the final three and roman screws sammy because this was the uh this was the test and he failed because he thinks sammy's plotting to get a title shot could also Possible. be that as well yeah uh richie r said uh, to touch back in the bloodline segment it was shot absolutely beautifully i'm a film major and the entire segment did everything to show sammy feeling powerless jay's defiance coming back and roman being an untouchable final boss yes staging phenomenal yeah
2: he w- roman was literally the head of the table sure was Man, an hour into this show we've only <laughs> finished talking about what was effectively the opening segment of the show. You said Christ. actually you wanted to spend the whole hour talking about I it. I did,
3: because it's the best thing it's I've ever seen. So
2: good. I, I don't mean, care. Kind of thankfully, in a way, there isn't a whole great deal of stuff to talk about. There is
3: something. We'll talk about well, it. Oh yeah, we
2: well, Yes, there is that. Yeah. So it was it was RAW 30. It was hey, the 30th anniversary fun. of Monday Night Raw airing. Um it opened with Hulk Hogan, who came out. Uh, blew his first couple of lines mm-hmm. then his mic cut out mm-hmm. Lol. and then said we were celebrating 30 years then we're celebrating 30 years now I was like, what does that first bit mean we were celebrating 30 years then so what when the show started we were celebrating 30 years of the show this was
3: nonsense i, I think what he meant to say was so we're celebrating 30 years then now forever like it's, he just wanted to use the tagline but it just doesn't make sense with the rest of the sentence
2: he came out as well let me tell you something w holgamaniacs rubbish <laughs> this was what a pointless bit of nostalgia i wrote
3: i said great start <laughs>
2: then we got all of the bloodline stuff with uh we got the hype
3: package that was on twitter by the way the three and a half minute here's all the highlights from the last 30 years of raw it's still great still great yeah um
2: there was a couple of backstage segments with uh the legends that um, played it for comedy jbl and corbin walked up and met the godfather godfather Mm -hmm. didn't know who baron corbin was so wouldn't Mm -hmm. let him in farouk walked out he also didn't know who baron corbin was Mm -hmm. jbl uh, paid them so that Corbyn could gain entry into their poker game. Yeah, and there were people that DDP was there, Alundra Blaze was there, IRS was there, the Million Dollar Man was there.
3: Yep, that was three backstage segments.
2: Yeah, I mean, well, it's it's you know, I just can't think of things we needed to cut. Can't think of anything, um, but you know, because that's the other thing from this show is by Fight for Select. As great as that bloodline segment was, Which and it was. and it was, it ran long. Yes. And it meant that they had to cut something on this show, mm. and they chose to cut the wrong thing. Sure did, in my opinion. Me too. Uh, but before we get to that, L.A. Knight came out to the ring, uh, and he challenged any of the legends to come down and face him. They're busy playing poker, and I was like, "Yeah, good one, mate." Mm-hmm. Out comes Taker. Taker's gong. Um, Taker's don goes off, yep. and the, you know you are about to hear the uh, the the, the um, his sort of. Funeral march music, mm. but instead kid rock blares out on the uh, on the radio, and out comes like it's 2001 Although Amer- oh, it'd be biscuit by that point. So 2000 American Badass Undertaker. Now, what's funny is I have had so many conversations with Ollie where he has said he came back as American. I told you to would come back as American badass. Anytime he wore a bandana on him, mm-hmm. see, like, DC, see? American Badass Undertaker. I told you he was coming back as American Badass, this and the other. We all thought it was the boneyard thing. I was saying he's an American badass Undertaker. Yeah. According to commentary, this is the first time he's been American badass com- uh, Undertaker in twenty years. Sure. So whatever. Sure, whatever. Uh, Knight said that he agreed with what Undertaker said on Joe Rogan about the rest of the locker room being soft, but uh, he's not soft. Mm. Um. So he's going to give the Undertaker the night off. Yeah. He goes to back up the ramp. Bray Wyatt comes out mm-hmm. and uh, Bray Wyatt backs LA Knight down to the ring. LA Knight gets in. Taker grabs him for a choke slam, and I was like, "Oh, this is not the way to promote this match." Undert- mm-hmm. Undertaker beating up LA Knight. This is yeah. not the way we. This is not the way to do things. Mm-hmm. And Undertaker shoves Knight across into White. White gives him the Sister Abigail, and White and Undertaker have a moment that was a legit passing of the torch. It was very cool, very very cool. And this is how you use legends. Mm-hmm people took huge issue with my criticisms of the dx uh, mm. anniversary show because dx just came out said some catchphrases and left yep it accomplished nothing mm-hmm. the use of legends here this one particularly the dx segment was all done to put over the guys that are here now yep that is what legends should be used for not what we did at Raw 25 when they all just beat up FTR like that's mm-hmm. not what you that's not the way to use legends this is a way legends come in use their larger than life personas and their how over they are to put over someone new and that is exactly what this segment was here for and then lol Taker could not start his bike
3: <laughs> i also thought lol because he went up it felt very very staged cuz he went up on his bike and was going up the ramp stopped and then kind of like readjusted for a second then was like did the the, the 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 cool epic look over his shoulder. It's just yeah. like you had to you had to get ready for that. Like we knew that was coming. It did not feel very uh, uh legit.
2: With that said, he did not come out to roll in, so minus five stars.
3: Exactly. Couldn't get Limp Biscuit, zero stars. Uh
2: Alundra Blaze, uh with her women's championship, to in the bin. Get over it <laughs> was uh one card, but actually DDP one. Cool. So then Bang. we So then we got what was actually cut from this show. Yeah. If you were to look at this card, Mm. because the segments run along, you're like, ah, we need to cut something. Mm. Are you looking at um, trimming down some time for DX in the ring? Mm. Are you going to trim down Bianca Belair versus Sonya Deville that didn't need to happen. Mm. Uh, You're going to lose one of the backstage segments that Mm. you got with with Baron Corbin, maybe. Would you cut out Miz getting stunned by Kevin Owens? Mm. No, they looked at this card and thought, no, let's cut the advertised steel cage match that we've been building to for weeks. What in the blue hell was this?
3: Yeah. So, okay. I can understand to a degree I can understand changing this into an angle to then do the match later if you want to do the match later that's something if you cut, if you cut something else from this show you then can't do it again with the exception of like Miz Stuttering Owens but then the Royal Rumbles. is this uh, Miz Stuttering Owens Owens Stuttering Miz then the Royal what Rumble. A, what a this segment weekend. that would have been! <laughs> yeah. So then, like right, the Royal Rumble this weekend, so they wanted almost to have a promo. I understand that. The Bianca bella sonia Deville thing and Charlotte Flair being there, I don't think needed to be there. But also, you need some women's representation on this show. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been good to have like I don't know a match. Um, so like I, I can understand wanting to change this into an angle. I don't think they did it very well. I'll say as well. Uh, because what happened was, as Becky Lynch tried to get into the steel cage, she got attacked by damage control, they brought in the outside, they brought in the inside, they locked themselves inside the cage, they beat her up a little bit more, Adam Pierce came down, got inside the cage, they all climbed out of the cage, so Bailey won, uh, well, and the, the, the match didn't start. The match never started, but then uh, they got out, and then that was that. Well, here's, here's
2: where this whole thing falls apart, Becky was getting back up.
3: Yeah, and like, if, This is where I think it could have worked fine. It still would have been like, oh, they cut the match. That's weird. It could have worked fine if they actually did like a brutal beatdown. They had like weapons involved. They did like some sort of brutal looking spot, something to make it go like, oh, my God, like Becky can't wrestle anymore. That's crazy. You know, like attempt to like break her ankle or something, you know, something, something crazy to make people go, oh, my God, crazy. Like three in one beatdown. This was like, we're going to punch her a bit, do like a moonsault about it like it just doesn't feel genuine when they go oh well becky can't wrestle that's that it all of us are just left going but she can she's becky lynch she's faced so much worse she than that getting back up she's getting back up like it, it's so weird um yeah and and i and i do agree that i think they just cut the wrong thing from the show uh, i i think i prefer them doing an angle to then do the match later rather than just have the match be two minutes which was the alternate choice i would have said just cut someone else from the show but that's just me
2: i mean if you wanted to do it that way you could have had the beat down and bailey just pins her and you sure. at least at least then the people got to see a match yeah, and, and I know, but it's a, it's a weak thing to do. But you know what you do? You know what the better thing to do is cut something else on this show. Yeah, there's there were multiple opportunities here to either cut something or trim it down for time. Particularly the next bloody segment, you could have easily trimmed that down, but mm-hmm. absolutely no, because Triple H has to be Triple H, and he has to be the architect of the Attitude Era. I'll tell you exactly what this was, Pete. It was mm-hmm. bullshit. Yeah, that, was. They, that they cut this segment. Yeah, people pay to see this? Mm. They advertised this, they've been building this for weeks, and this is the segment they chose to cut. This is not the segment to cut on this show. The Charlotte Flair segment is what you cut later on. Bianca Belair could just cut a promo with Alexa Bliss. You don't have to do Bliss and Flair with Rick, and you have to do um, her versus Sonya Deville, because that accomplished nothing. But also this accomplished nothing, but it could have accomplished something, because <laughs> you've been building it for weeks hated this
3: yeah this uh this sucked
2: and then this like real bad of course of course you can't cut this segment down can you no you can't because like, dx come out and Corey graves there being like man well these are the guys responsible for the attitude era. and i was like well you can tell steve austin's not f- backstage can't you because they're <laughs> spouting this nonsense that dx were the creators of the attitude era absolute rubbish credit where credit's due this was a funny segment it was funny i did pop and the key to it was it put over the young it put over the stars that are on the show every week. Yeah. So it put over Imperium, it put over Rollins, it put over Street Profits. Mm-hmm. Thumbs up for that. Yeah. You could have trimmed it down. Absolutely. You could have trimmed it down, but they had to do because Triple H is in his mind, he's like, DX is the most important faction in WWE history. So we have to have big representation on this show mm-hmm. when they really, really. Didn't
3: and especially because if this was the first DX reunion since the Attitude Era, you know, or since two thousand and six or whatever, I can kind of understand them doing more time. DX have a reunion like every year. We in did WWE. We did this like three, four months ago. Uh, yeah, I, they do this all the time. You don't need to do this every time. And I really liked the joke of Kurt Angle being there and then going to introduce Billy Gunn and being like, wait cut and then he's like well i always wanted to be in dx like that's a funny joke i yeah. get it that's funny
2: and them not wanting to wrestle imperium because they're yeah. all retired or too old and, and imperium being very scary
3: like that's that's good you're putting over the new guys it's funny and, and, and Do you
2: know what like the segment wouldn't have stuck like stuck out if they hadn't have pulled the becky bailey thing yeah if that had still taken place and then you had done this this what this does not feel so jarring yeah but because triple h looked At the sheet of paper and thought, well, I can't cut my time, Mm. but I can cut this. That is where this leaves a bad taste in my mouth. Absolutely. Because what that is, that's the Triple H of 2005. Mm. That's the Triple H that no one liked. Because it's easy to forget, although we bring it up on this channel a lot. We all hated Triple H for multiple, multiple years.
3: Until NXT. Until NXT. Yep.
2: This is classic Triple H. I can't cut DX segments because mm-hmm. that's what the fans want to see. Yeah, So I'm cutting this segment here instead.
3: It sucked. Um, but regardless, Imperium came out and stared down DX and they were saying like, you know, uh, well, none of us want to fight you. Uh, if only there was someone that could that does want to fight you out comes seth rollins and he said well there's only one of seth rollins in the three pyramid if only there was a tag team that could help out comes the street profits and then the triple h is like oh this booking thing is so hard i can't just make matches out of nowhere if only there was someone who could come down and make this match official out comes teddy long who said hey we're gonna have a six-man tag team match player i laughed it was funny. Uh, Kurt Angle special guest ref as well, because he had on his Kurt Angle t-shirt. Underneath that was a DX t-shirt. Underneath that was a an Olympic themed referee vest. It was very funny. It was funny. It was very silly. It was very funny. And I said, you know, I'm not immune to stupid nostalgia bits. I popped. All
2: right. It, it was, was fun. That's it. Like as a segment, it does work. Yeah. But on a segment where you've just cut something that was actually way more important yeah. for this, for exactly. this circle jerk. Yeah. It's it it doesn't work for me. Mm-hmm. It led to a six-man tag of Seth Rollins and the Three Prophets versus Imperium with Jerry Lawler out for commentary. <laughs> you want to talk about classic Lawler? Here's his, his <laughs> Mike. Did you note this one down?
3: I noted one of them down.
2: Oh, okay. Which one did you
3: have down? Well, does Gunther remind you of anyone? <laughs> yes! That's the exact same one! That's the exact
2: same one! I wrote down here! They asked him, Does Gunther remind you everyone? Jerry, direct quote:
3: uh I've
2: seen some big guys. <laughs>
3: I've seen a lot of big, big ugly guys in my day, I can assure you of that, but yeah, he's scary. He really is.
2: Cherry, <laughs> man. And then like it felt like he then had to like justify that he doesn't watch the product, yeah. so he just started naming them. So yeah. he's like, Montez Ford, <laughs> It's Giovannovici, like someone's in his headset being like, yeah, and then the next one's Ludwig Kaiser, and he's like, Kaiser. <laughs> It's just like, oh no i've been exposed i don't watch wrestling
3: i genuinely thought i could hear jerry lawler thinking and going like what are the giants at a big show oh, i can't say big show uh i've got nothing andre. <laughs>
2: yeah. i've got yeah andre, andre the giant's right there and he couldn't <laughs> think of andre the giant it was like watching andy datson watch wrestling <laughs> no idea who any of these people are so i'll just say
3: things oh dear
2: anyway the good guys
3: won Rollins got the win really fun match I thought it was a very superficially <laughs> fun match there yeah, wasn't much depth to it exactly but right. there was a lot of like neat combo offense with Rollins and the Street Profits like they worked together really well it was fair. It was fun it was fun
2: uh, Ted DiBiase played poker and lost lots of money lol uh, no so he
3: won money because IRS took it back for well
2: no, uh, no so Ted DiBiase lost money yes. to Baron Corbin yes. then Baron Corbin lost that money to IRS mm-hmm. through taxes and he yeah. only got to keep $100 Farouk walked in and said damn I'm so glad we cut the Bailey match Yeah. Uh, Kathy interviewed Bobby Lashley backstage, who name-dropped Brock Lesnar. Gee, I wonder who's interfering in the main event then. And um, MVP walked up, and Bobby said, "Don't come around in the ring tonight. I'm gonna handle this business on my own."
3: Business. He's this part of the faction name. I just, I wouldn't
2: have said the Brock thing.
3: No. Because the second he said Brock, I was like, all right Brock's here then." Yeah.
2: And that was it. Like if he hadn't have said that, I really would have been surprised when Brock Lesnar was in Mm. the main event segment. Yeah. Rick Flair came out. He introduced Charlotte. Um, Charlotte, then I guess, well, she said some things. It wasn't very it wasn't important. Bianca Belair came out and also said some unimportant things. Mm. And then Sonya Deville came out in her gear. Wonder what's happening next. She admitted that she was a general manager. Mm. She admitted she was an authority figure. I thought we were the authority. And then Flair says, hey, Belair, I think you should take on Sonya Deville in a match. Crickets. <laughs> <laughs> so Crickets from this crowd. Who are like, no, uh, all right. Uh, all right. I guess sure. I, I'd, I'd much rather send Becky versus Bailey, but sure, I guess mm-hmm. we'll do this. Yeah. And then Bel Air won. Uh, video package for Cody.
3: Another three camp prediction has come true.
2: Oh, the during <laughs>
3: promos. Oh, well, he cor- did it.
2: Of course he cried during That was my easiest one. He did it. Uh, we got a video. Uh, actually, that, that was the video package that made me think, yeah, Cody's winning this rumble, yeah. anyway. Yeah. Video for WWE 2K23 i don't agree with this sentiment but i did see someone on twitter yesterday saying says a lot about WWE when all of the focus on 2k 23 is john cena and bad bunny yeah but they're they're
3: the big name that's what i said i was
2: like it's a 2k
3: game he's a hollywood actor and like the biggest spotify streaming artist of 2022 or something like that like yeah of course 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 it was those guys like i
2: I just don't agree with that sentiment whatsoever yeah there's always been legends on the front cover yeah feels like it's been years since we went through that period of time of like the top guy goes up on there. Mm. Uh Then The Miz came out, asked why there was no Miz TV segment. Owens gave him the stunner and then said, I'm going to win the title.
3: I liked the promo. Promo was great. I'm taking that title from you or I'm going to die trying. Could have done it backstage. Nice. Yeah, could have. Could have done it backstage. Yeah. Didn- didn't need
2: this to be out in front of the live crowd, particularly mm. because it went like t- t- a minute and a half.
3: And then he stunned him again. I reckon this promo was probably supposed to go longer and they trimmed it. I reckon. A little bit. I can't,
2: remember, I can't imagine how he would have extended this
3: out. <laughs> I don't know either. But they also, like, I noticed that Charlotte Flair got immediately interrupted by Bianca Belair. Like, she said, like, and I'm and I'm a 14-time world champ. Bye!
4: Yeah. Bianca
3: Belair's music! Get out, get out, get out. Go, 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 go,
2: go. This main event segment really <laughs> had a lot of that because it's Austin Theory versus Bobby Lashley. <laughs> for show. This, It was Austin Theory versus Bobby Lashley for the US title. Mm. Bobby dominated. They did a couple of table spots. Brock Lesnar came out, F5 Bobby, immediately F5 Austin Theory onto on top of Bobby, the referee counted three, the show ended.
3: <laughs> it was genuinely one, that F five and Austin Theory was very well well done. Straight on top of Bobby. Bang, straight into the pin. Great. Uh it was literally one, two, three. Corey Graves on commentary goes, Oh my god, theory's a the champ, lesnar's here.
2: Show so ended. That's it. That's it we were like scrambling for time here absolutely scrambling towards the end of this show
3: I, my final note was could have maybe trimmed down some of that show right <laughs> it's
2: a three-hour show and they're like oh we got no time for all of this all of this great sea we're doing yeah
3: and that's it, it might,
2: like that shows you i had quite a bit to say about some of those segments we went 12 minutes recapping two hours worth of television and and i swore three times you did uh i mean i gave this a five out of five in the edited review Mm. and i don't think i'm well for me personally i'm not going back on that Mm. yeah the final two hours weren't great and i think a lot of it was just it was superficial fun but it was Mm. fun yeah and i think they used the nostalgia to at least put over new talent so that gives a good thumbs up Mm. the only thing that leaves a bad taste in my mouth is the becky bailey thing and that's just poor planning but like but really (laughs) when you look at this on paper this has an all-time segment on it like one of the best segments that WWE have done in years in a storyline that has had a lot of all-time segments in mm. it it has like for me this has to be a 5 out of 5 show
3: i hmm. okay so the thing is nothing on this show i think was bad aside from the Becky Bailey match being cut like the backstage segments were yeah well a bit of a waste of time but like it's legends it's superficial it's whatever um the but the problem is the becky and bailey being cut then also makes other segments bad by association because well this thing got cut but this thing didn't and then the other segments kind of have more of a microscope put on them to be like well why was this one left in and this one wasn't Mm. so there's much more of a, a, a dissection of the show as to why stuff that is only okay why was that left on the show when the match that could have been great was cut so i think it it objectively speaking in a vacuum this show is great and i think it's an easy five out of five if you dissect it segment by segment and be like why was this cut and this one wasn't it kind of drops it down a little bit it sure does but i'm still giving it a five because it has my favorite segment of all time on it how can i possibly give it lower <sighs> than a five yeah i know right like it, it, it is tough from that perspective and it, it,
2: i think you can also make the argument of the becky bailey thing only really leaves the bad taste in your mouth because we know mm. that it was cut because yeah. it's like, like if you don't know that mm-hmm. it just feels like it was an angle it just but feels even, like it was bad booking it just you know? that's exactly what it, it just feels like it was a bad angle yeah but it's because you like because we know mm-hmm. the the extras of that
3: yeah it then it, it leaves that bad taste. Yes. Otherwise, it just yeah, right, it just feels like bad looking. And, and if it was the plan all along, and it was just a bad angle, it wouldn't drag the score down as much. It still oh. would be a five out of five show, I'd say. Yeah, because that the opening like hour of the show was
2: phenomenal. Well, so great, absolutely it was because the bloodline are great. They sure. are Uh, Right, we have got no Patreon shout-outs to do, which has come at just the right time, uh, because we we are going very long. Um so up in your old chats ding 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 this is your last call for your old chats rest.com forward slash support uh those who are just joining we have unfortunately had to cancel our rumble party this weekend uh due to unforeseen circumstances um if, uh, refunds have already been issued but please do uh, email support at wrestletalk.com with any questions there will be an email that's sent out to everyone who did buy a ticket uh which will have more details on it in this and the other but uh, I'm trying to get that through Eventbrite. Unfortunately, it sort of happened p- like five minutes before we came out on air, so it mm. was a last-minute thing. But I will get it. we we'll, we're going to try and make it up to you as as best we can. Um, right, Shadow Ace says, if Cody wins the Rumble, then def- uh, then Roman defends one of the titles during the Chamber. Owens, Roman, and a Bloodline Zayn are the final three. Owens forces Zayn to pin Roman. Uh, Owens or Zayn becomes champion.
3: Owen's forces
2: Zane to pin Roman. Yeah. So the yeah, so it comes down to Owen's Roman and Zane, the final three. Owen's yeah. says, "Hey Zane, you should pin Roman." Mm-hmm. And it comes down to and then one of them wins the title. Interesting. It is interesting. Again like uh, the for me the key there is why is it only for one belt?
3: Yes. I hey, mean, they got away with it with the Usos thing. They just said, "Hey, raw well, tag titles."
2: Well, they they Pierce said that was a punishment in a way. Sure. Um, Shadow kind of a, it goes on a little bit more. It says, Owens knocks out both and puts Zayn on top of Roman to pin him. Then either Owens Zayn to come to I think it's a slightly better idea. Dr. Joss says, Sammy gets a late Rumble number and all the Bloodline members are already out. Mm. As Sammy comes out, so does Reigns. Ooh. Reigns demands Sammy's spot. All the heat is on Reigns and Cody can win the Rumble.
4: Hmm.
2: Do you know what? I don't hate that. Sammy goes to enter the Rumble but Reigns comes out and be like, no, that's my spot. And then Reigns gets eliminated from the Rumble by Cody. Hmm. Actually, that's I not that's not a bad way of getting out of that. I don't hate that
3: at all. I think that's actually quite nice. You definitely need to position the heat on Roman. Uh-huh. For sure. I still think that then leads to you should have Sammy dethrone Roman. I, it, all, all all roads lead to Sammy dethroning Roman. Uh,
2: Slid here says, maybe Cody wins the Rumble because Roman has Solo take out Sammy, thinking he'll try to overshadow him. Cody only wants the WWE title at Mania, so Roman has to defend the Universal at Elimination Chamber, and Sammy helps him make a uh, make it to the end that Sammy turns on Roman to win. If you have to have Cody win the Rumble, here's a pitch. Final four is Zayn, Jay, Solo, and Cody. Solo eliminates Zayn out of nowhere. Jay can bring himself to fight his brother to eliminates himself in protest so uh, did solo go rogue or did roman make the call there's some things in there like cody only wanting the ww title massively undermines the universal championship yes and i know that part of his like story is my dad never got to be wwe champion
3: mm-hmm.
2: but it really undermines then the universal champion if if you got the option to go for both belts mm-hmm. but you were like no i just want one i just them. want
3: one please yeah
2: yeah yeah uh, and uh, Tyler Hay says Hey guys, first time uh, Ultra Chatter here How do you feel about Cody and Sammy pulling uh, Cena Batista from the Rumble But instead of restarting the match, Roman and Soto destroy Sammy While the Usos attack Cody to effectively set up Both nights of Mania's main event
3: I don't like it personally uh, I don't like the Rumble ending in a draw And I think the spot is too risky to do safely you can mistime it quite comfortably.
2: We've had two instances of this, technically three. Actually, no, we've had three instances of this. One of them was on purpose, and two of them were botches. Mm. I don't think we should look to the draw as a, as a good template, as to mm. end as a ender rumble. No. Uh, Travis mm. style. Uh, my dream is that it comes down to Owens and Sammy as the last two in the rumble. Then Owens eliminates himself, hopping over the top rope, making
3: Sammy face Reigns at WrestleMania. Owens putting himself uh. into the rumble afterwards? But I... I I, I, generally speaking, just don't like that. If someone has a title match at the Rumble, they shouldn't also be in the Rumble. To me, that doesn't make sense. In yeah. kayfabe terms, that doesn't make sense.
2: Uh, we've got some other old chants that are actually about the rest of Raw here. Darren Lloyd think- says, Undertaker whispered to Bray, Hail Hydra.
3: Hail Hydra very good
2: uh chris said hey chaps fun show last night loved the alexa promo after the sonya match uh but i'd have had her attack a legend to nail home that she's dangerous to everyone she didn't hold up the title so maybe a title switch bianca faces charlotte on smackdown at wrestlemania nope i think the rhea ripley is winning that women's royal rumble mm-hmm. 100p because yep. ain't no way alexa's winning this weekend yep and yeah bella charlotte uh, does little for me mm. unfortunately yep. um and she couldn't really attack a legend on the show. There were none booked. Mm. Liam version one said, Hey lads, first row, I've watched in a year. Absolutely loved the first hour. Made me want to watch WWE weekly again. Then the wheels fell off and the rest of the show is exactly why I don't watch. Thought it was God awful, especially the steel cage
3: BS. That's fair.
2: I'd like to think the, uh, Charles Burke, I'd like to think the Undertaker whispered something to Bray along the lines of, My bike is big and goes vroom. Or, You spooky? I spooky. We all spooky, baby or something more profound like Bler! that is pretty profound that is profound Yeah. Shadow A says does Shelton turn on the hurt business to help his old pal Lesnar? no no I don't think so Will Campbell even with the circumstances surrounding it the DX segment plus the six man may remember how much I love Kurt Angle to see him absolutely cheesing the entire time as the baby faces kept doing all of their moves he looked like he was having the best time
3: yeah like Street Profits doing the ankle locks and Seth Rollins hitting the angle slam and Kurt Angle was like hey, "Yeah, that's my thing <laughs> Very good.
2: Ryan here said, "Rick Flair introducing Charlotte just made me think of the pregnancy storyline he had with Lacey Evans. There are some Finn storylines that still haunt me. I also agree
3: that the Bianca match was pointless. It's good that they had a women's match on this show. Um, I'm going to... I'll take across uh bm whitehouse said uh the tempest and sat not read old chats on the smackdown review podcast they've left a couple in the past and have never heard them read uh it's a pre-recorded show uh so they can't read the old chats because they can't see them because it's not live yeah and we haven't had
2: people say that they've sent them in it's actually the first time someone said they've sent in um ultra chats to the the pre-recorded show maybe we can set it up so that you know we can try and get them together and read them out like if they're if they're sent in before they record they can do them Mm, but then there's there's, the problem there is that you'd have to send them after you have literally legit after you finish watching Smackdown live it'd mm. be the only way to do it because we can't guarantee when it's recorded yeah exactly and then they might just get missed
3: yeah uh, Slit so said hello boys uh, Pokemon nipples guy here I'm just gonna leave that one hanging for a second I thought I had a clip for that but I don't Pokemon nipples guy here just wanted to start off by asking what projects you both have this year god so many uh luke any podcast or music you're obsessed with currently pete what an amazing stream can't wait to watch the next well thank you so much for coming by appreciate it uh lots of love boys
2: uh uh projects i'm working on this year i've got a well my games master podcast comes to an end this year mm. i'm finishing up we reviewed all seven and se- uh, eight series of the show um over the last three and a bit years so yeah that, might, that comes to an end this year so then we'll be working out what becomes of that show afterwards mm.
3: But when one door closes, another opens, because I will be launching a podcast soon. Uh, which I'm very excited for. Hopefully recording the pilot this week, but who knows when that series is actually gonna launch.
2: Uh, also, is there any music I'm obsessed with currently?
3: Yeah. Oh yeah.
2: I am obsessed. Oh, are you gonna say that thing? With Scene Queen.
3: There it is. Yeah.
2: You guys, so I was recommended Scene Queen. Um I didn't I didn't discover her last year when everybody else did. I only found out about her recently. I have listened to Bimbo Core Volume 1 and Bimbo Core Volume 2 over and over and over again. I listened Mm -hmm. to them when I was on my way way to work this morning. Mm -hmm. I am obsessed with Scene Queen right now. Mm -hmm. It's rad. Mm -hmm. It's so good. It is early days Kesha, but it's metal, Mm -hmm. and I absolutely love it. It is sex-heavy, and I love it. Pink Panther rules mm-hmm. pink hotel rules every track on those albums slaps so hard If you like your metal check out scene queen it is i think she'll be marmite to a lot of people because are, i've no i've recommended it to a few people who've gone like no this blows mm-hmm. and a few people have been like yeah this this rocks hard so like you might find yourself i don't think you'll find yourself in the middle i think you'll find someone either one of them because you weren't hugely keen
3: i really like the instrumentation not a huge fan of the vocals unfortunately uh social media abby in the chat also said that uh you and her should launch a bluey podcast that's right we have talked about this in the past
2: i've got like i've got like
3: names for it and everything i've got oh, like i've got like jingles for it i've already oh, yeah. ri- i've already written the intro in my head <laughs> it's perfect uh we're gonna go back to raw ones i think there's one from terence collins here said hey first ultra chat here and i just want to say that the bloodline storyline is the greatest thing in wrestling right now i agree also uh uh, jay versus roman for the universal title sammy versus roman for the wwe title and we need pete on stream saturday because duh (laughs) love you guys look i would i would love to be on stream on saturday i don't know when it's gonna happen but i want to be there um we would love to have you there (laughs) rusa libre has been a member for 15 months in a row uh, why can't Cody win night one? And then Sammy gets a shot night two where uh, he is to lose to appease Roman, but Jay and Owen screw Roman out of the title. Um could do. I don't think you'd sell night two on that personally, but yeah, I don't think you would sell night two on uh, Sammy's going to have this match. And the point is that he's going to lose.
2: Yeah. I mean, this is why I'm so intrigued by this rumble. It's not just like, I'm excited for the show because I'm always excited for a rumble. It's, you've got this two-night Wrestlemania thing and two titles that are both on the same guy Mm -hmm. and you've got to find a very good creative and creatively satisfying way to have if you want to do Roman on both nights that it's for one title for one one title for the other and crucially make both of them feel important and WWE has got a history of ballsing that up so yeah We'll, we'll, we'll certainly see. I'm, I'm very intrigued.
3: Me too. Uh, Loki forty four eight one said, "Uh, is it a worry that Raw thirty was a bit full of SmackDown superstars?" Well, Loki, it's
2: Raw, SmackDown's the only good show in WWE's mind. That's the A show. So yeah, sure they have to put
3: the SmackDown stars onto Raw because Raw doesn't have any stars. Yes. Uh, Richie R said hey Pete it's been a uh, been a bit since I donated But I just wanted to hear your thoughts on the new season of Legend of Vox Machina I remember you were excited for the first season I was curious how you're liking the second season so far I haven't seen any of it yet Because only the first three episodes are out So I'm waiting until the rest of the season's out before I watch it Also my partner and I are currently re-watching season one Because she's forgotten everything that happened um, So we're getting through it We're like nine episodes through season one Once we finish that we'll then start watching season two uh, Tyler Robinson has been a member for 15 months in a row uh, did you see John Morrison is boxing in Creator Clash 2 against Harley Morenstone from Epic Meal Time? I, I did not see that. That's cool.
2: But folks, where's the lie?
3: Where's the lie? Um, Creator Clash is a bit of fun. Uh, Miguel Martinez said, Okay, hear me out. Cody wins the Rumble and splits the belts because as a babyface, he thinks both deserve a top title. Thoughts? Uh, side not sorry to hear... Si- side oh, nine. side note, side not. Sorry <laughs> to hear. Uh, side note, sorry to hear about the cancellation of the watch along. Love you guys. Hashtag SWAFT Nation for life. Oh, yeah. Sorry, guys. Yeah, well, it's um, yeah, yeah it sucks. Uh, and Ken Two K Ninety Nine has become a member as well. Thank you, Thank you very, much. very, I very believe... much. That's it.
2: Thank you, John, for letting us know. John has been updating the bottom of the sheet being like, Hey guys, there's one more. Yeah. <laughs> and then be like, no way guys. I think we're clear. And there's actually one more. Yeah. Uh, and then he's just deleted his last uh, comments. Thank you, John. Um, thank you all so much for your, uh, your ultra chats here. Uh, it's been a long stream, but the first hour was dedicated to one of the greatest uh, segments that raw has had in quite some time. Glad they saved it for the 30th anniversary show. Mm. Oh, it was so good. It was great. Um, if you have bought a ticket for the Rumble Pie and you haven't had a message, please email support at wrestletalk.com. I'm going to be replying to them over the next 48-hour period. Obviously, tomorrow I am a bit busy, but I'm going to do my best to try and reply <laughs> yeah. to everyone's messages. Yeah.
3: You're on a 10-hour stream tomorrow. I'm
2: in a 10-hour stream tomorrow, but I'm going to do my best to do what I can. So please mm. email, if you bought a ticket, support at wrestletalk.com if you don't receive an email uh, through Eventbrite. I'm working through that, but Eventbrite system is... I did things the wrong way around. It's my fault. I was about to blame Eventbrite. It's my fault, not theirs. Um, and yeah, tomorrow, please do join us. It's 70K Celebration Day. We are doing a 10-hour Royal Rumble randomizer stream. The way that works is we're going to be on air. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a wheel that spins, and it's going to have a Royal Rumble from the past 30-odd years of Royal Rumbles. Mm. That Royal Rumble's picked. We load that up on the network. It's
3: 40 years now is it Uh, it's not not by 40 years 35 yeah it's 88 and started was the first one yeah like televised Yes.
2: so we're going to go back and then we'll load up on the network and we'll all watch it together for 10 hours we're going to have some incentives on the show as well to maybe go a little bit longer but we'll certainly see about that and we're just going to have a really fun time yeah so if you're like me you're going to see me for 10 hours tomorrow maybe longer yeah, or maybe longer. Mm. 10 whole hours. What we will do is not go over 12. Because we cool. made th- we made that mistake on 50k day. We learned from that error, uh, YouTube. Uh, but anyway, yeah, please do join us. That is from 12 p.m. GMT tomorrow, which means it will be at... 7 a.m. EST? 7 p.m. Eastern. 7 a.m. EST. seven a- Yep, you're right. 7 a.m. Eastern, 5 a.m. Pacific? 4? Four. 4 a.m. Pacific? 4. 4 a.m. Pacific. Um, but yes, we're going from 12 p.m. GMT. So do join us tomorrow. We're going to be on for... 10 whole hours mm. until then thank you all for watching I've been the coming DAD that has been Chopper Pete Quinnell press subscribe press the thumbs up and jam that jam